You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. I am so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Sherilyn. Sherilyn, welcome to BecomingMe.tv. Hi, Emily. I'm so glad to be here. This is so fun. I've loved watching previous episodes and I feel like we are just, we just know each other so well already. (laughs) I know. We are like warrior sisters at heart for sure. I have just loved checking out your journey. You are such an inspiration to me already. Um, And like you said, I just really feel like we're already so connected. Um, So I can't wait to just dive in to let BecomingMe.tv have the opportunity to meet you. So let's kick it off with maybe the hardest question ever. Like, who is Sherilyn? Oh my gosh, that is the hardest question (laughs) ever. And I have to say, I have had different answers to this question throughout my life. I have had seasons where I would answer that with what I do, my position, right? My skills, my giftings, my abilities. And then there's the labels, right? Wife, mom, you know, executive, now I'm an author, speaker, like there's coach, you know, like those types of labels. But really in this season, God has me really seeing myself as a warrior, which is one of the reasons why I love what you're doing when I got your email and it says, hello, warrior friend. And I'm like, yes, (laughs) I love it. It's because, and I say warrior because of what I've overcome Mm. and in the process of overcoming and realizing that who my true identity is, is who he says that I am. And that first and foremost starts with that I am the daughter of the King of Kings. And so that means I'm the princess. And so there's like these, you know, I'm going to date myself here, but it's like the movie, um, you know, when Lord of the Rings, when they, when they, when they're going out on the battlefield and most of these chicks that are on the battlefield, they're all princesses. You've got the elf princess, you've got the warrior princess who's on the ground, right? And they think that, you know, they're going after the king and she's like, I'm no man, you know, and so she plunges her sword in their heart, you know? And so it's just this amazing picture of these, these strong women. And God has just let me really step into that strength that he's had inside of me since I was a kid and harness it for, um, for everything he's called me for. Wow. I love how you unpacked that question because it's so true. And I really resonate with you too. I used to describe myself as I introduced myself with the labels or what I did. And that's not who we are that can describe 
aspects of who we are, but it's not our identity. It's exactly what you just pinpointed. Um, so thank you for sharing that. That's well, you're welcome. We could get stuck in the fact that mom looks like Uber driver this season. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I'm, you know, and it's boring. And because all I'm doing is going back and forth to kid activities, but that's not who I am. Mm. Who I am is who he says I am and who's, who he's creating me to be and the authority that he wants me to stand in and in the way we influence others. Mm, I love that. It's so good. You know, you mentioned how you have really overcome some things. So I would love for you to take some time and share your journey. Like what has made you who you are today? What's your story? There's been a long season of loss and grieving. And as I look back over my life, I see there was more there than I realized. But the catalyst for it, the first significant loss in my life was when I lost my dad to cancer in 2012. And, you know, it I was a daddy's girl. And that was really hard on my on, on me and my family. And um, you know, it was just a battle with cancer that none of us want to see any of our loved ones walk through. And then about three years later from that point, I lost my job. And I was a I was an executive with a um, um, with a technology company, and it was really really hard. And financially, I was the breadwinner. So in that phone call, when they said, "I'm sorry, your position is now gone," we lost sixty percent of our pay, and the, everything that I was was attached to that. You know, my title, yes, you know, all of my skills, my strengths, and everything was tied to what I did. And in that moment, when I had absolutely nothing anymore, I had to be like, all right, God, now what? And he took me on this journey to really redefine who I am and really show me that you're not your family's provider. I am your family's provider. And so I had to learn that with skin on. And I, and I don't mean like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because my husband and I taught financial ministry at church. We knew all the verses. We knew all the scriptures. We were certified in all of the courses, right? And so we knew how to walk people through that. But we hadn't had an experience where we absolutely had to trust God like the Israelites did to bring manna from heaven. Like, how are you going to pay this bill, God? We had to trust him like that. And so this whole entire season was he was shredding every single piece of my rough edges off. And he was stripping away all of these attributes that I had put on myself as some sort of label. I really had to learn who he said I was. Mm -hmm. And it started with, you know, I, I love the interview you had with, with Allison is, do you trust me? Yeah. Do you trust me? Everything that I'm asking you to give up, everything that I'm asking you to let go of, everything that you think you thought you were, will you trust me with it? And um, so that's kind of where it started. Wow. I mean, that's incredible. And you know what? I would love to hear if you're, if you're willing to share, when you ask God that question, like how have you seen him show up in learning how to trust? I think that can become some of the hardest part. For people. And this might bleed into a project that you've worked on. You mentioned you're an author too. So I don't want you to give it all away if people can go read more in your book too. So tell us a little bit about what you discovered, how people can find the book, all the things. Okay. So yeah. So what did I learn in, in that was, is, sorry. No, you're good. It was one of those things where you had to see 
it for yourself. You had to have the evidence. You have to have the testimony that's yours. It's one thing to say, oh, yes, I have all of, I've heard that God will do this, that, and the other thing. It's quite another to have him do it for you. Oh, yeah. And I love one of the things that I love about what God has walked me through is my testimony and what he's done for me is completely unshakable. And so I have a confidence, my faith in God has a confidence level of like on a scale of one to 10 of 15. Like there's nothing that's going to come at me and shake me because God has seen me through hell. Mm. And he's, I've held on with tight gripped hands and white knuckles and he's got me through it. And in the process of all of that, you know, thank God we didn't lose our house. My marriage is still intact. I, you know, we walked through all of that and God provided for every single one of our needs, our needs, not my wants. There were still quite a few bills I had to cancel. There were still quite a few luxuries that we had to strip away. I loved your conversation with Allison about there was, had to be fewer shopping trips to Target. <laughs> <I know. laughs> There had to be less of that and more of saying, okay, God, what do you need? And now we get to the place where God says, all right, he says, I'm going to give you the desires of your heart. And then he begins to change the way you dream and he begins to change the way you plan. And he begins to change what you want because I was more in alignment with what my calling and my purpose was. It's, and it's not that I was wrong before it was just, they were pointed towards my gifts and pointed towards my strengths and not the, hey, I want to show up and show off because of what you can't do on your own. And so that's made a big difference. And just being able to see that um, he really shines through in all of the messy stuff. Oh my goodness. Yes. That was incredible. And so tangible for each of us. Like we've got to experience that um, for ourselves. And when you do, like you said, you go to that over the top confidence level in God, because you've personally experienced him come through for you. Yes. Uh, And it takes on a boldness. It takes on a boldness that says, you can't take my story from me Mm -hmm. and and your arguments can't make it not true. And your opinions can't change the facts Mm -hmm. because it's truth. And that becomes the kind of truth that says, uh, you know, this is my God story and, you know, and this is who he is and this is how he showed up. Oh, I love that. You can feel the confidence in that because you've lived it and you've experienced it. You know, I read you're a tea drinker. Are you a coffee drinker too? Or just, I am not a coffee drinker. I do appreciate the smell of coffee. So like I can not as good as I like the smell of bacon, but when the house is, you know, when, when breakfast is beginning to be, you know, made in the kitchen and I smell the coffee and not you smell the bacon, like you just want to get out of bed. So I, I do appreciate the smell of coffee, but I don't drink it myself. I'm a tea drinker. What's your favorite kind of tea? So if I'm going to splurge and go to Starbucks, I'm going to order a, um, a vanilla chai latte with almond milk and stevia. Ooh, that sounds really good. It does sound fancy. It's really just like <laughs> tea and milk. <laughs> it sounds yummy though. That vanilla, mm, a good chai latte. I'm about it. So yes, with all the foam on top. Oh yes. Goodness. And yes. I'll do it all hot or iced. Makes no difference to me. Oh, it's, I literally think I'm going to order this the next time at Starbucks. <laughs> it sounds so good. If I do, I'll have to tag you or something so you can Please see. Please do. Yes. So if you were having this vanilla chai tea latte with another warrior on their own becoming journey, what would you say to encourage them? I would say that you can do this, that God has got you. And if, when, 
I'll remember, I remember my very first client that I ever had. They said, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And when we're really ready to move forward in our journey and we're like, and we realize we can't do it, all of a sudden mentors will pop up. People who, you know, we'll see that woman of church at church who we know have walked through some stuff. And we'll be like, you know what, can we just have coffee? And we can begin to journey with people because we can't do this alone. We can't walk through the valley of the shadow of death by ourselves. There are seasons where we do have seasons of loneliness, but even then we still need community. We still need to reach out to people. And so I would just encourage you, you don't have to do it alone. Find somebody who's a bit further along than you are and let them come alongside you. I could not have gotten through this season of my life without some very trusted people coming alongside me to hold my arms up when I could not. Oh, that is so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. I couldn't agree more. Um, so tell me a little bit about your book and where people can go get it and how they can connect to you. So the book is called Roar Back, R-O-A-R, like roaring like a lion. And it's the subtitle is Transforming Struggles into Strength. And really, it's the story of my layoff and what God did through all of that and teaching me how to roar, how to find my voice that has bold confidence to confront the circumstances in my life with um, a holy confidence, really. And so ROAR, I'll give you a little, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little teaser, is an acronym. It stands for responding to circumstances, how to overcome, how to respond, how to overcome, how to apply the lessons we've learned in past seasons. Um, because you've all, we've all been around the mountain a few times and we're like, wait a minute, I need to now do something different so I can move forward. That's what that is. And then the last one is revealing our story to other people, because that's where the power is. It says in Revelation, we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb, that's Jesus, and the power of our testimony. And so when we begin to share how we are becoming who God says we are, we share our story and that helps be a big help other people break through too. So that's the heart of the book and it's, um, it's available on Amazon. It's also available on my website and I am in the process of you're the first ones to know I'm the process of writing a workbook mm -hmm. to go alongside it as a companion guide. Cause the people who have read it so far, I'm like, man, do you have a study guide? So that is in the works that um, I, I'm working on. And then the audio book will launch um, this summer. That is so exciting. I love it. And you guys, we will have all the links so you can connect with Sherilyn, both online, on social media. You can get her book. That sounds incredible. Um, and I love the acronym too for ROAR. That's really cool. Very tangible and practical. So I love it. Is, it is. And it's one of those things where you realize that the enemy will not quit unless you roar back. Oh, yeah. And once you begin to find that you have a voice and you can put him in his place, and you have that kind of confidence and you can stand up to the stuff that's happening in your life, it'll change the way you, you walk through life. It just will. Oh my goodness. It's so true. I'm with you 100%. Well, Sherilyn, thank you so much for sharing your story, your journey, who you are, who you're becoming. Um, I'm so inspired by you and I'm cheering you on big time. Thank you so much, Emily. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. 
Learn more about Becoming Me.TV and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.